We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to Kelly. She's the head coach of the Paramatildas. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hi, everyone. It's just Mandy here today. Uh, Kate is unable to be here. So I'm very thrilled to have our guest today. Um, The weather here in Melbourne is overcast. As usual, we like to talk about the weather. And, um, yeah, it's November. Come on, Melbourne. (laughs) Anyway, it's fine. So let's get straight to today's episode. I'm so thrilled to have Kelly here with us today. Would you like to say hello? Hi, guys. I'm really excited to be on the podcast. Can't wait to share a few stories and have a good laugh. Yeah, let's talk about it, Kelly. So, well, let's go with our questions first. Can you tell me some your favourite music for either the good times or the tricky times? Yeah, um, absolutely. I sort of thought about this question long and hard. And yeah. um, for me, with the Paramatildas, it's the Hall of Fame by the script. Um <laughs> has a good little ring to it but it's got good messaging behind it as well yeah Uh, sort of lifts us up and gets us ready but it also resonates with everyone in the squad I think as well um and me personally I love it um I like that sort of music um and then you know whatever my kids listen to in the car I sort of bop away to as well so it's you know mum life when you're driving your kids around so I just listen to anything do you use music very much with the team uh, we do when they're on the bus or getting ready for training. Uh, we try to get them to listen to music as a team and just relaxes them. It's a relaxing sort of thing, takes them away from, you know, what might, might be happening or what their stresses and anxieties are. Um, so it's a really good thing to have uh, for a team. Um, yeah. Gets everyone together as well. We can have a laugh and joke at different music and sing along and, you know, makes it a bit of fun. Yeah. Okay. Our second question is: Have did you win any awards at school? I well, schools were a long, long time ago. So, um, look, a lot of athletics awards. So, just a lot of first really? sort yeah. of thing like that. So, a bit speedy back in my day. Definitely not Very, now. very yeah. slow now. Um, that's why I coach. Uh, not a very academic person. So, yeah. um, never really enjoyed school. Um, Liked it for the social aspect, but nothing in terms of I did the job, but I just yeah. didn't engage myself as much as I probably should. But well, it I sounds knew. like you're a sporty person. Absolutely. Just give me sport any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gorgeous. And tell us why are you a member of this P tribe? Tell us about everything about being part of the Paramatildas. Um, look, I think. I have a lot of passion for coaching people with disabilities in the inclusion space. Um, I think it's very important for people to be aware that sport's for everyone. It's not just 
if you're able-bodied athletes or um, if you're a man or a woman, it's nothing. Um, you can be trans, you can be whoever you want to be and sport will welcome you either way. Um, and that's what I love about sport. It doesn't um, discriminate mm. in some ways, um, which is awesome. And, look, I've always loved working with people with disability. I think I get a lot from it um, and I can give a lot to people Um my skills and um, my skill set that I've learned, I just want to be able to give back to the sport that I played for so many years. Um, so I think that's super important. Um, I had my dad had motor neuron disease and he was a very um, sporty type of guy. So <clears throat> when he got diagnosed um, and couldn't play sport anymore, I thought, you know, what, what can you, what can I do as a person to make someone happy who has been, that's been taken away from them. Yeah. Uh, so that was sort of my sort of, I suppose, light bulb moment mm. to move from playing the sport into coaching the sport mm. that I loved and give back to people who, you know, something might have been taken away from them or they've never known anything different mm. um, and create a pathway. Mm. Yeah, what an incredible part of your story. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, I think, you know, your parents play such important roles in your lives no matter what, whether it's a good or a bad sort of um, outcome. And, look, Dad's not here today, but I'm sure he'd be super proud with what oh. I've achieved and I can only thank him for everything he's done for me. So, um, and he's pushed me in the right direction, so. Wow, what a beautiful part of your story. Yeah. So Thanks. you played football growing up? Yeah, 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 played all my life since I was four, uh, represented at Canberra, um, nationals, futsal, uh, the whole range of, you know, sport. Never hit international level. Um, I had a lot of surgeries when I was younger, so a lot of reconstructions in the knee. So I'd have five knee reconstructions, two ankle reconstructions. Um, so sort of took me out of the sport and couldn't play what I wanted and knew that I wouldn't achieve on the field so what could I do off the field to achieve my goal to make an Australian team and you know what I've done it yes you have in a special way I think so yes yeah. so can you tell us a little bit about how the Paramatildas came to be I know there's the Pararoos and they've been around for a little while um so can you tell me how that started yeah absolutely look um obviously Pararoos have been around for 25 years this year which is something incredible um when you look back at the timeline and where they've come and where to where they're now, that's pretty something pretty special. Paramatildas, you know, their inception uh, last year um, was a long time coming. I think, you know, we had CP nationals for um, a very long time, um, which didn't have girls in there until 2019. When um, and I'm not saying it's just me, but I came on board with Capital Football. Um, and had a couple of girls who wanted to join. And I said, look, can we have girls in the team? And they were like, oh, we'll go back and check. And, yeah, then it came about and we pushed forward from there. But Kim Schaefer and um, Charlotte, my right-hand women um, within the squad, sort of pushed and pushed in the New South Wales space to have all abilities programs, CP programs. Um, when Charlotte worked at Football New South Wales, she developed a, um, a CP program for athletes, women, especially girls and um, women. So they trained and then sort of all sort of moulded together and then Football Australia saw, you know what, nationals worked well with the women, why can't we have a national team? Yes. And here we are. 
Wow. And so what was what were the nitty-gritty things you had to sort out? Um, look, I, I can't take credit for much. I think it's Football Australia really getting behind the sport and knowing what the inclusion pathway is. Um, you've got Kat, Katrina Hicks, uh, the fundraising manager, <clears throat> who really pushed herself to get us across the line. And then Arifu now is with Yoli Roos um, and Joey's was working hard in the background to get the the women across the line. Look, I think it's more finding the players. Yeah. Getting the players around and being comfortable and saying, I have a disability to play a sport um, and the sport I want to play. So you can't really start a team when you've only got five players. So it was sort of where can we get these players from and how can we bring them on board and create a journey? And that happened and we were able to launch. So, um Obviously, COVID came. We were yeah. going to launch a little bit earlier, but COVID came, so sort of took a backward step for a year. Um, and then we launched six weeks out from a World Cup and we took a team to the World Cup and finished second. So can't really be much happier than that. So. That must have been amazing. Where was that World Cup? Um, in Salou in Spain. So wow. um, never been further than New Zealand. Um, so... <laughs> going to a different country and playing sports, something that I've always dreamed of as a player, but to do it as a coach I think is something pretty special. Um, beautiful place, very warm, yeah. right next to the ocean, so um, pretty something pretty special. And I think some of the girls never travelled before too. So of course, was I was going to say, like, how did, you, how did you grow the team of support around you for the athletes? Yeah, look, look families are, are definitely something special. Um, Without families, they don't have that support or without their friends, they don't have that support. So um, preparation is key and we've got a good team behind us with doctors, you know, wellbeing staff, coaches, um, well-adversed in this area. So we know we knew that there will be anxiety. We knew there will be potentially seizures on the plane. So we're all prepared and ready to go. Um, but just knowing the families and getting to know your athletes really makes a difference as well. So you know, Were you able to have a training camp before you went to Spain? How did you? Yeah, so we had a couple leading in. We had one, sorry. We had one and then we had a, so we had a selection camp and then we had a um, pre-camp to before we left Um so it was pretty thick and fast. We only had the team for six weeks, so very short turnaround, tactics, um, something that a coach normally prepares for for months in advance. We had six weeks. So Wow. Yeah, and so trying to get the right players, classifications, that sort of thing in yeah. play. Yeah, can you explain the classifications within it? Yeah, absolutely. So you got an FT3, which is your most more abled person. Um, you can only have one of them on the pitch at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have an FT2, which is sort of your middle ground, um, and then an FT1, which is your most impaired. Um, you must have an FT1 on at all times during wow. a game. Yep. Um, and then FT2, you can have as many as you want. FT3, you can only have one on. So uh, it all works within the integrity of the game. Yeah, yeah. And so you have classifiers, you have international classifiers, people that do all that work for yeah you? yeah we actually went through that yesterday so um with each international tournament if you don't have an international class you have to go through classification um you have to have it done i think i'm pretty sure twice for an international classification for it to be set in stone unless you're 
your medical um, diagnosis changes. Um, yeah, right, right. Um, so you have a medical classifier, a technical classifier and a head classifier, um, and they go through a range of tests on and off the pitch. Um, first you're inside and they'll manipulate the body of the athlete to see if they've got like catches or spasticity in their muscles, where that is, what their impairment is. They go through their medical history, run them through some physical tests, um, a lot of sort of uh, cognitive testing um, just to see how the brain talks to the muscles and where that impairment may be, um, especially if you've got someone with an acquired brain injury. Is it more of a, a cognitive impairment or a full body impairment? So they've got to look for those sort of things. And then you go on the pitch and they do running, sprinting, a 2v2 game at high intensity to see where the fatigue sets in or is mm. what is the impairment under fatigue. Mm, interesting. So with the paramatildas, it's females with cerebral palsy? Yes. Or an acquired brain injury, is that right? Yeah. 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 Which Absolutely. typically has no, been nowhere for these women to come together, I don't think, right. really in a team. Not in a team environment, no. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, for new listeners, both my girls have a hemiplegia, one a left and one a right. They were both born, they were born nine weeks premature. So um, we've done lots of athletics, but it's always been sort of, um, you know, singular, not team sport. So what is that like to see these women and young girls come together and uh, recognise each other in terms of their disabilities? Yeah, it's an interesting one, especially for someone who doesn't have an impairment or a disability. Uh, you sort of sit back and you go, well, I've played team sport all my life Yes, because I've had the opportunity to do so um, and I've been given that opportunity to do so. Yeah. A lot of these athletes that we've had are all, as you said, Mandy, a lot of um, track athletes, swimming athletes, are very individualised sports. They've never... Yeah had a team yes when you bring them all together it sort of starts off very slow but then they realize oh wow like this is the environment I want to be in because they're with like-minded athletes they can share their stories they're talking to people who know what they've been through yes um, and can sort of recognize their disability as something special um, and something beautiful that they all have and yes. um, I think it needs to be recognized as something beautiful because they're unique in their own way um, oh. um, and that's how we see them as well we we put the disability and impairment behind them they're just a yeah. football team yeah <laughs> football team full of wonderful girls who have their own stories and their own yeah. achievements and I think that's how the world needs to look at them it's not yeah. oh my is this is a para sport no this is just a sport yeah, and they're Please. representing their country, our country. It's incredible. Exactly right. Yeah, and they just want to play their sport. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Walking out, representing Australia for the first time for you as a coach. Yeah, very emotional. Um, yeah. 
I think when I got announced as a head coach, it didn't really sink in and people were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Congratulations. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, the girls are ready, prepared. And they're like, it's not about the girls as well. Like, you're, you're sending a team to a World Cup. You're a national team coach. Um, still have pinch me moments where you do sing the national anthem and you're getting filmed and you're having interviews and you're doing podcasts or you're doing having conversations. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty um emotional when you know that you're changing people's lives and providing an opportunity yeah incredible kelly you have two children at home is that right correct i do yes yeah. so you have you have to leave them yeah absolutely it's always hard to i've got yeah. a five and a ten year old so still pretty young um yeah first time i went away it was probably the longest time i've ever been away from them so three weeks is a very long time um yes. daughter was four at the time or yeah. three turning four um yeah, I got yeah. back just in time for a birthday so oh, that was nice yeah. Um, but yeah you miss them and you know I carry a photo with me um all the time so oh, they're good all the time. yeah um, play football players yeah look it took a while for my daughter to come on and play football but you know outrageous come on I know I was very disappointed but now she's flying through um my son lives and breathes football really always has yeah he'd rattle off every EPL player um he's very much a Paramatildas fan um he always talks to his friends about it Uh, yeah isn't that he's always been around it yeah is so well versed in the space as well, which is something pretty incredible. And yep. my daughter doesn't talk about the Matildas in her class. She talks about the Paramatildas. Um, and she tells everyone that everyone should watch the Paramatildas. Um, yep. And she has her own Paramatildas jersey. So mm-hmm. it's not about the big, it's not about the Matildas, it's about the Paramatildas for yeah. our family and something but pretty special. What an amazing year with the World Cup here in Australia and the rise of the Matildas to then be a part of that family. Oh, absolutely. Um, The Matildas are are something special um, and they support us immensely. Like the girls are so supportive um, of the Paramatildas and the Paramatildas family. You've got, you know, Sam Kerr donating jerseys so we can fundraise and get money. Yeah. Um, you've got Alana Kennedy and Hayley Rasso, like having gym towels. Um, the, yep, I've, I've, oh, we've got them. We've yeah. got one, yeah, that yeah. donate money to the Paramatildas. Um, yes. They do everything. They connect with the girls. They have chats with the girls. Um, they promote us in their own way. Um, and even their staff yeah. are really behind us. So it's we're one big family and it's really nice to be part of that family. Incredible, incredible. So tell us about this year. Um, you went to Japan. We did. We did. Yeah. Indeed. yeah, it was an eye-opener, definitely a culture shock for someone who's never been sort of to an Asia country. Asia, yeah. Um, really lovely people. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed the experience and obviously we were there for football and really good, uh, really good world-class football from us. Mm. Uh, we put one tactic in place where we said, okay, well, let's try it. Um and we just nailed it and I couldn't be happier. So um, as a coach, you want to implement new things and you think, oh, it'll take a little bit of time, but they absolutely killed it over there. So yeah. well, I was watching everything. It was so exciting. It was just goal after goal after goal. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really good. It's something really special, but I think it's important that we don't say stay complacent as well because 
we don't know what Japan's going to bring to the Asia Cup. So Yeah, of course. So that gets me to this year, and this is happening like next week um, in November here in Melbourne. So can you tell us what's happening? You're, you're down here at the moment. Yeah, we're definitely down in um, sunny Melbourne. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you li- where do you live, Kelly? Are you in Canberra? Canberra. So this is normal yeah. for us. So, yeah, um, although fun. Canberra is a little bit hotter than Melbourne at the moment. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah we're down here for the uh, Para-Asia Cup. Um run by um, IFCPF. So we're playing Nepal and Japan in the women's space. Nepal's a brand-new team. We haven't seen them, don't know their players. So it's a very uh, interesting couple of days. Our first game's on Saturday um, at the home of the Matildas in Bundaroo. So um, really excited. Playing first tournament on home soil. Um, Yes. How does that feel? Yeah, good. I, it hasn't set in, I don't think, until we're there. Um, we've yeah. been to the training ground. I've done a few training sessions. The branding's sensational. Um, I don't know if you can see behind me, but there's like a more than just a game sort of. That's yeah. not it. That's the emergency sign. But um, <laughs> there's more than just a game everywhere um, with beautiful colours. So the branding team's done such a sensational job. Um, But, yeah, we're really looking forward to having our first game Saturday and playing in front of our home ground um, and letting the girls show their families what they've got. Yes, and they haven't probably been able to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No one, like, obviously we have families travel with us, but the ones that are unfortunately unable to travel, they have a chance to on home soil and watch their their children play or their partners play or whatever it may be. And I know for every parent to see your child that, you you know, there's times when you've seen them struggle. I mean, I just want to howl my eyes out. What a moment to see their daughters representing Australia. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's something special. It does bring tears to your eyes. And yeah, um, when you talk to the parents, they're constantly thanking you. Yeah, uh, for what you've done, and as as I say, it's it's not me. They're here for a reason, and they're yeah. they're chosen because you know they put the work and dedication in, and and it's hard as a coach. You want to take them all, but you can't. Of course, you can't. You've got to cut no. them, and unfortunately, some dreams get crushed. But yeah, that's my that, job. I've got to deliver the the difficult yeah. messages. That must be very hard, Kelly. It is, and because you want them all, they've tried so hard, all of them. Um, They've all got the skill, but unfortunately you can only take 10 away at each tournament and that's the difficult thing. And classification do play a big part in what you select. Yeah, yeah. So my daughter, who we call Molly, was able to come to one of your training camps at the start of this year and it was super exciting for her. But the main thing that she loved coming away from that was spending time with the girls with the disability and she said people were falling over all the time <laughs> <laughs> and it is. people couldn't get their bathers off people were helping me with my bra like all that stuff she had never spent a weekend with other young women with cerebral palsy like that before just that alone was enough for her yeah you yeah, it's something pretty special. We do have a bit of a giggle on the pitch when they fall over. We all have a bit of a laugh because I'll get up and go, oh, that's my CP leg or yeah, that's, oh, right. that's happened. And 
you know, you've got to you got to laugh about it. But they all they all help each other out. Like you're walking, yeah. someone's tying up someone's shoelaces, or yeah. a is trying to get a bra on an athlete, or yeah, um, getting their GPS bra on. Or yeah, she told me all about that man. I mean, yeah. I was super anxious leaving her, but also realized we had to give her a go. Um, and just to hear that the others were helping her with her clothes made my, you know, made me yeah. laugh a lot. Fantastic. Yeah. No, they're a good, like, they're very, um, very close to each other. Um, yeah, they have their infighting, but what team doesn't? Um, oh, yeah, of course. You spend, you're living in each other's back pockets for two Oh, yeah. Um, of each other probably. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. But they welcome you. They're part of, if you're part of their family, they'll welcome you with open arms. And so will the coaches. Yeah. Um, we do what we need to do to help the athletes get on the pitch. And if that's tying their shoelaces or helping them get dressed or whatever yeah. it may be, we do that. Yeah. Obviously, with consent with the athletes, we yes, say, course. hey, can you help us do this? Yeah, no worries, yeah. easy. Of course, of course. Well, it was, you know, we will be coming. We have booked all our tickets. Perfect. Um, saying we've got to make signs and now I'm under pressure to have a creative <laughs> sign. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting our whole family's going to come on saturday so we're going to be loud we and, need you to be loud <laughs> yeah we will be don't you worry um what do you want the world to know about the paramatildas that there are a bunch of athletes that are following their dreams and pathways um everyone should know about them and it's not just about us come down and support japan come down and support nepal just come and support the sport i think oh. Um, Paramatildas are world number one and you want to see some class para football, come down and watch the girls play. Um, but I think it's important, come be part of the family and enjoy the sport. Yeah, yeah. And what about, it's not a, it's not in the Paralympics, is it? No, no. So there's not enough countries in the female space to join in the Paralympics yet. We are aiming for LA. Um, so fingers crossed. So another four, five years. Yeah. LA. Yeah, so we miss this one. We miss Paris, and then it's hopefully we aim for the next. Ah, yeah. So does the country get to choose that sport that gets included, or I think there's a panel. Um, yeah. so we've got a match. So whatever countries are in the men's, we've got a match. Um, ah. Obviously, the men's is well adversed and have about yeah. forty countries. The women are getting. We're around ten now, so we're getting. Ah. I think we had to have thirteen countries on board. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, and then they'll have a look, and hopefully we can. Oh, the boys have been there before the boys have been in the olympics yeah. um and then it got removed so hopefully we can get back that would be pr pretty cool i would like that. amazing <laughs> yeah 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 well thank you kelly it's been wonderful to talk to you is there anything i've missed that you you would like to talk about no i think it's just getting the word out there if you know an athlete who has cp yes. um, acquired brain injury or symptoms of stroke come and have a try of football you just don't know you might love it um should they contact their local state where should they go first because i was just given an email that got straight to you guys but should you should there be somewhere that they should go within their state of australia first yeah look go to your member federation so um you know football victoria in melbourne or victoria you got football queensland in the queensland yep. state um football west over in wa um Football Tassie down in Tasmania, Capital Football in Canberra, Football South Australia in South Australia, um, Football NT up in Northern Territory. Right. So there's a member fed in every state. Reach out to them. If you don't, then reach out to Football Australia. They'll get you in contact. Right. 
Yeah, okay, terrific. Because sometimes, you know, you can be a parent just like, I don't even know where to go. Exactly right. And some associations linked within member feds will have all abilities program and we'll know about the paramatildas. Our name's not fully out there yet, but we're trying. Um, yeah. So hopefully the podcast will get our name out there and people yeah, really will join. Good. The Matildas effect is a uh, hit, so the more people oh, can sure. play football, yeah. come on board, we'll make a Paramatildas effect, hopefully. Yeah, totally. Well, if any, if two Ps can help with that, we will do whatever we can. I will post some videos of being at the game. Everyone come, so follow your Instagram, your Facebook page. You just look up Paramatildas. Yeah. Um, if you've got money, we have listeners that have money, go ahead and donate. Yeah, every donation counts. We can't have camps. We can't travel. We can't have right. tournaments like this. Um, we're self-funded with a little backing from, well, Football Australia do back us, but we've got to pay for our own camps by yeah. fundraising. So if people have got money out there and want to become a donor, hit up the Paramatildas website and that will tell you how to donate. Totally. We have got some awesome listeners that are very generous. So I always put it out there to them to just help out. This is Yeah, absolutely. The greatest team to be a part of. Absolutely. Yeah. They're entertaining. Follow them on Instagram. I love what I could I'm trying not to comment too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, the more followers we have, the better our name gets out there. I don't so. want to embarrass my girls, but I'm just like <laughs> the girls are so fabulous. I could just <laughs> So proud of them. I don't even know them. So yeah. just wonderful. So, yep, everyone, please go and follow. Follow the Pararees as well. If you've got young boys. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing. So um, go and find your football federations in your state and then let's get all these kids in teams that have never been in teams before. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Be on a squad for Molly just to have that time. I, I said to her, if this never happens again, you've had one weekend of being in a squad. That's amazing. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, we're so so grateful, and um, we're part of your team. So thank absolutely. you. Absolutely, no, you're part of the family. So thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Thank you. No worries. Okay, P. So the. 2023 IFCPF Asia Oceania Championships is Saturday the 4th of November to Saturday the 11th of November, the home of the Matildas in Victoria. So you might, if we, this comes out in the middle of it, but if you can come down, if we make it to the grand final, come and I'll see you there. Okay, thanks, bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.